Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Everybody, you are listening to Hey Bartender Podcast. Welcome back. Hope everybody's doing good. I'm your bartender for the evening. I'm the dude. You can just uh, call me the dude or Anthony's good. Uh, just don't call me Tony or anything like that. That'll just, uh, you won't get a response. Trust me. Hope everybody's doing good. Everything is, looks like it's lightening up out there. But, you know, everybody, I just want you to remember to prepare just in case. Uh, I mean, the COVID thing sure looks like it's lightening up right now, but we don't want it to come back. You know, that's let's just leave it at that. So we are, it is, uh, what what day is it? It's uh, Saturday, uh, August 22nd. This is a new episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I don't know why I'm going off uh, what I usually do. Yeah, it's just one of those days, people. It's been one of those weeks, really. Uh, it's been long. It's been hot. I live in West Texas, so you, uh, anybody who knows West Texas, you know how hot it can get out here. I'm sure some of you people are having a little bit of trouble out there. Some people that live near water that are uh, experiencing humidity that uh, probably rivals being actually underwater. Uh but, hey, summertime's almost over. The kids are going back to school here eventually. So uh, do you continue the day drinking, or uh, what's going to happen? Well, eh, let's just all sit back and see. So, uh, as usual, we got to start off with the drink special. So what's the drink special going to be? Hopefully uh, I can get my uh, server to write this on the board because I have horrible handwriting. Uh, let's see. This... Uh, this particular drink comes from Spirit and Spice on Instagram. Uh, uh, the reason why this caught my attention is because uh, it was an introduction to something called Fernet or Fernet. Uh, uh, according to Spirits and Spice, Fernet has a, a unique flavor that can be overwhelming, but pairing with the sweetness of Coke-flavored soda is delicious. Uh, for, uh, Fernet Valet has uh, Mexican origins and bitter notes of clove, cinnamon, and smoke. He decided to pair this drink that I'm about to tell you about with cherry cola and bitters to bring out the spice of the Fernet. So here's the drink that uh, he, has dis- uh, he has created. It's called the Dark and Cherry. What you need is a highball glass. Fill it with ice. Put two ounces of Fernet Valet in it. Four ounces of cherry cola two dashes of bitters, and stir it and enjoy. I'll put the picture of the drink on the uh, heybartenderpodcast.com website, and you can take a look at uh, what it looks like. He has great presentation in his picture. Um, And then uh, go out there and try it. If you have Fernet in your bar and you have never found a reason to use it, there's your chance. And if you uh, have uh, yay or nay on how good that drink is, let me know. Do to heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear some feedback on some of these drinks that I tell you guys about. And uh, also check out Spirit and Spice on Instagram at spirits, S-P-I-R, uh, S-P-R-I-T-Z, and Spice. All one word uh, on Instagram. And let him know. Uh, he's got some good drinks posted on there. I've, uh, I follow all of you guys that uh, post drinks and drink recipes on Instagram, and I'm hoping that Hey Bartender Podcast can get you a little bit of uh, exposure out there because you guys are working hard and you're actually taking the time to teach people new drinks, and uh, I think that's what the uh, what we need right now uh, for the bartending community because 
you know, it's all about poor costs. Uh, the, all the managers nowadays are all too worried about poor costs and wasting the alcohol. Yeah, okay, sure, uh, but we need creations too. We need, well, uh, we need just new drinks out there because, yeah, sure, some of the bars out there, all you get is just uh, liquor and a mixer, your, your rum and cokes, your vodka crayons, and, or they just drink beer. But every once in a while, you know, a bartender has to get a little creative. And when a bartender gets creative, they have to use the alcohol. And when you use a lot of alcohol in a drink, you can charge a lot for the alcohol in the drink. So managers, put that, keep that in mind. So stick around uh, for the show. Uh, a little bit later on, I'm going to be playing a single called Brown of Gold from the group All Together in New York. But until then, I started screwing around uh, mostly on social media. I started asking around about uh, to some of my friends on things that I should talk about for this show because I wanted to get a little bit of interaction with some of my listeners and, uh, and fans. Um, of course, uh, Boogie Lives, you know, anytime I ask for any kind of input, this guy jumps at the chance. Uh, first question that I got from this guy, have you ever got Jiggy in the bathroom? Uh, uh, well, I'm assuming that he's asking if I ever got lucky, uh, in the bathroom. Truthfully, no, that has never happened to me. Uh, I've had, uh, customers, uh, kiss on me, uh, once or twice, but I never, uh, knocked one out of the park in the bathroom on break or anything like that. It, uh, it was the girls that, uh, kissed me when I was behind the, uh, when I was behind the bar. Yeah, they were uh, really drunk, and uh, to the point where I wasn't serving them anymore. And but they just felt like I want to kiss this guy, and uh, I, you know, who am I to really to stop them? I, I mean, uh, pretty girl wants to kiss me, sure, but uh, I, I a cross between my own personal ethic and my work ethic. I never got went any farther than that with uh, the girls that were trying to mack on me at the bar because my uh, work ethic, I'd say, okay, they're going to go home. I got to close down the bar. I got to clean up. I got to prep everything for tomorrow. Uh, by the time I get back, uh, I get to their place, they are going to be drooling asleep. And, you know, uh, the thing, uh, thing with me and women that are completely drunk, uh, that, that's not very fun. Uh, that's just not fun sex to me. Uh, but when they're stupid drunk, when they're happy, that's a different story. We'll talk about that another time, but when they're stupid drunk, uh, that means they're going to pass out eventually. And, uh, so, uh, and so I, you know, I got like, I got to get my work done by the time I get done here, they're going to be dead asleep in front of the TV. One girl, uh, I guess fell asleep in her bathtub uh, according to her roommate that, uh, actually made me laugh a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, as for, uh, my personal ethic, I never took advantage of a drunk woman that I hadn't already been dating. If I was dating the girl at the time and she was drunk, yeah, come on, what the hell? And, but, uh, when it was a girl that I was, uh, she was a customer or I could, you know, barely call her a friend. I couldn't do it. it. It that that was just my own personal work ethic. I just thought it would be wrong, and most likely the next morning it would be weird. And uh, thinking selfishly, uh, I don't think that my self esteem could take it if all of a sudden the girl turned over, saw me, and went, "Oh my god," and you know. Because I don't want to be thought of as a mistake uh, or uh, not remember how, what happened the night before. Did we last night? Oh, it was that bad, huh? Shit. It, it would just kill my self-esteem. But when it, uh, when it comes to full-on uh, getting it on in the bar, I never did. However, uh, some of the customers, I did catch customers I've heard stories about some of the uh, waitresses that didn't last long uh, in the bar. Um, now, here's a couple stories about that. Uh, I don't know if they actually did, 
But I treated it like it, they did. These two customers, uh, one, I had a customer come up to me when I was at the bar and say, uh, there's two people in the ladies' room. And I went, oh, well, okay, I better check on that. And uh, right as I came around the corner uh, and started walking towards uh, walking towards the restrooms, it's two restrooms, men's room, ladies' room, uh, one toilet bowl each. Uh, as soon as I rounded the corner, I saw a guy and a girl come out of the, uh, come out of the, the ladies room and without breaking a smile, without laughing, deadpan straight face. I just looked at them both and said, so how was it? And immediately the guy was like, no, no, Anthony, that's not what we did. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Remember one at a time in the bathroom, please. Uh, uh, or at least if, uh, if you have to go in pairs, make sure you're the same gender so we don't have any issues. And uh, for, for some reason, right after that was all said and done, they went back into the bar. I went into the kitchen area to get some glassware, and I couldn't stop laughing because I knew I embarrassed the living shit out of him. Uh, the girl didn't look too embarrassed about it for some reason, probably because they didn't actually do anything. Uh, but And she knew it. But I, the fact that I was able to say in with a completely deadpan straight face, so how was it? it w- and, you know, catch them coming out of the bathroom. Uh, that to me was hilarious. And it's something that I would enjoy seeing uh, as a joke on a TV show. And uh, didn't matter whether they were actually knocking it out in the bathroom. Uh, but, you know, it's just something that probably, you know, save it till you get home. Uh, at least, or at least till you get out to the car. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, steam up the windows, and then people just stand around and assume what you're doing anyway. That way, you're not my, uh, you're not the bartender's problem. They weren't my. They wouldn't be my problem. I uh uh my bouncers at one of the bars that I used to work at said that there was a couple getting it on in uh uh in an old dirty ass pickup truck out in uh out in the parking lot and they could they knew they were getting it on because the windows all steamed up and i uh i just said then why are why were you watching because they were just disgusting customers just customers that you ew but uh and shitty tippers but it's it was my bar my opinion okay leave me alone yeah but i asked my bouncers why were you watching and they were like, we weren't watching, we just noticed. And I was like, well, you noticed long enough to see the steam build up. I flipped him shit about that for a few minutes. It was funny to me. I like doing that. The waitresses I had that were uh, doing things in the bathroom, uh, they, were, uh, they were kind of the waitresses that I never really wanted working with me. Uh, when it came to working uh, where I was at the time, I kind of asked the uh, the manager, Stop sending me the newbies because I don't have uh, I don't have the time I don't have the patience to train them, uh, and they really should be working with somebody that's been working at this place longer than I have because I was uh, I was I had been a bartender for uh, a couple of years but uh, you know I uh, I just truthfully I just didn't want to train anybody I was that kind of an asshole but. Uh, he would put these new waitresses on my shift and uh, you know what? I'm going to get in trouble uh, probably for describing the, uh, these two particular waitresses like this, but uh, it's the only way I know how to describe them. Now, uh, both of them, uh, I can only think of describe them as trailer trash. Uh, one of them was uh, constantly referred to as road hard, put away wet. And the other one was just trailer trash. And the thing about those two waitresses that I found out a little bit later is, well, one, I knew uh, uh, both of them like to play video poker uh, right after their shift. They would waste all their tips in the video poker machine. And uh, eventually I found out one of them uh, was actually skimming off the top of the register uh, it was right after we got the point of sale system because we were we used just a regular register, type the numbers in, ring it, ring it up, and uh, all of a sudden one of the waitresses was going 
from $150 in tips a night to 30. And, uh, so she, we couldn't prove it before that, but afterwards the paperwork was all there. So, uh, they're both really into video poker. And I guess from the stories I've heard, I don't know for certain, but I guess they were given, uh, hand jobs in the bathroom to, uh, either play more video poker or to actually bring money home. Uh, one of them, she, I, a lot of the guys uh, around the bar had a thing for her, but I just, I just couldn't see it. Uh, Cause I was just like, uh, no, I, not my type, but if it's your type, that's your business. You know, I, everybody has their own personal type. Right. But uh, some of the guys were uh, like, there's this one, uh, old timer that used to hang out at my bar, really, really nice guy, but older than Moses. And every time she walked by, he'd sit there and go, a little firecracker. And I said, Hey, Hey, you're too old. And he'd just sit there and giggle. But eventually, uh, the stories and, uh, well, we couldn't prove any of the stories because the, uh, the guys that got the hand jobs in the bathroom, of course, they didn't tell anybody. Um, we eventually caught on that she was skimming off the top of her register and we eventually let her go. And I was like, Oh dear God, thank you. So when she left, uh, the restaurant, we started hearing rumors that, uh, her apartment complex noticed her kids were outside a lot, young kids. And, you know, they were out from when the sun rise to when the sun was down uh, you know, and the stars were out. And so all of a sudden the, um, apartment complex started looking into it. Apparently she was just, uh, she would just send her kids out. She would have guests over to her house and send her kids outside and say, don't come back until the sun's down. And the, uh, the reason why they eventually caught onto it is because the kids would constantly come into the, uh, come into the office and ask for a drink of water or something like that. The apartment complex eventually called the CD, uh, CDC, or no, not CDC. They're the people that handle uh, diseases and stuff. Uh, child protection. And the kids were taken away. And the last thing we heard about her was that she jumped on a semi-truck with some guy and disappeared. We never heard from her since. And quite frankly, kind of glad. The other girl, she uh, she eventually quit because she was fooling around with a bunch of the customers uh, behind her husband's back. And it started getting a little hot for her around there, so she eventually had to leave. So, uh, you know, all my other waitresses that I ever worked at at any other restaurant were never like that. I had two out of all the waitresses that I've ever worked with that were... uh, underhanded and uh a little little bit on the naughty side um but uh every other single waitress that i ever worked worked with was awesome but those two and i absolutely hated working with both of them and no no it's not because they never offered me a handy i didn't think i wanted one from either of them anyway I mean, seriously, people double up if you're ever near those women. And I'm not going to admit, uh, I'm not going to say their names or anything like that. One, because I don't remember. And two, they don't need that kind of, if they are still working in the industry and uh, work with somebody that actually listens to this podcast. Uh, yeah, they don't need that uh, reputation. They, uh, The new restaurant should actually figure that out on their own. Well, maybe not on their own, but I don't want to get sued. Um, okay. So that's, that's the answer to that. Uh, have I ever gotten jiggy in the bathroom? Nope. Never. Um, made out on a pool table once. Yeah. So, uh, Jen Carlos music that all they did was just send a picture of a firework. Huh? Okay. Next question. If I got, I got, there's always been a question, uh, to every bartender that they uh, dated a lot of customers. Uh, in my case, no, I never dated any of my customers in all of the years that I was a bartender, tried to a couple times, but, uh, it never happened. Uh, just because my work schedule was 
a little bit screwy at times. And uh, another story I'll, I'll tell you about in a few minutes. First of all, my work schedule. Uh, during the time uh, that there's this one time that I remember where there was this girl, I liked her pretty sure she liked me and uh, she wanted to hang out. This is the point in time in my life where in my twenties, where I was working seven days a week at strange hours, usually night shift. And so uh, I was working for the newspaper at the time. And I was basically working there six days a week. And then the one day a week, Tuesdays, which were considered a slow news day, I guess. They didn't need anybody. Uh, I had that night off from the paper. So I took advantage of that and decided to take one bar shift a week. My boss at the time was considerate enough to allow me to work one shift uh, a week. And uh, there was one girl that came up to me. And she's like, uh, let's hang out sometime. When's your next day off? And this was probably in the middle of September when she asked me that. And uh, I was sitting there thinking about it. And she's at, right after she said, when's your next day off? I said, uh, November. And uh, eventually she lost interest. Who could blame her? And, and you know, it, dating, when it came to dating customers, I... Uh, had a really hard time with that because I think too much. I'm in my head way too much and I uh, dwell on consequences. And, you know, what's going to happen if I try to uh, date this customer or, uh, you know, things like that. Am I going to lose a customer? Am I going to gain a bad reputation? Am I, you know, uh, is she going to all of a sudden sit back and think this was a huge mistake and then we're both uncomfortable being around each other from there on out? Uh, or we break up for whatever reason, then we're, uh, we uh, can't be around each other from there on out. I used to overthink, every, well, what, do you, what am I talking about? I still overthink all that sort of thing, uh, even though I'm not a bartender anymore. In my personal life, I overthink every damn thing. But when I was a bartender, that's the start, sort of stuff that I used to think about. Uh, now, bartenders have a legendary reputation that... All we're doing is trying to get laid. Okay, some bartenders out there definitely, definitely are, but and uh, you know some of those, uh, some of those bartenders are probably successful a certain percentage amount of the time. But this bartender, me, uh, I overthought things and didn't uh, make time, personal time for anything. Be, just because I was concentrating more on work than I was with anything else. Uh, one night stands never happened for me. Uh, 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 and you know, it was, it was just uh, what I always, I was always stuck on the idea of what could happen if, uh, if that were, if I were to hook up and it, not that the opportunity came up all that much. And, I mean, I, Treated women with the utmost respect, uh, you know, smiled. I rarely said anything uh, dirty or, uh, uh, you know, thing. Uh, never used any phrase that could, could be considered a pickup line in my mind. Uh, other people might sit back and think that I used a pickup line. I mean, just laughing at a joke, I guess that's a pickup line too nowadays. But I always treated every single woman that came into my bar with the utmost respect, as long as they respected me. And uh, that, that was always the case. I, uh, unfortunately, if you ask my friend Shannon, ask my friend Barb, uh, if I, uh, about, you know, why, you know, uh, if I have, uh, why didn't I have a girlfriend? Both of them would probably say because it would take a woman hitting me over the head with a two by four to realize that they like me. Yes, I am one of those completely clueless guys when it comes to women. Uh, I mean, I quote uh, Captain Picard from Star Trek all the time when Data asked him one day, I would like some advice on women. And Captain Picard said, I would love to give you some advice on women. As soon as I get some, I'll let you know. And I... Uh, uh, it's not like I wasn't in any kind of relationships 
uh, when I was a bartender. I was in, uh, during the years I was a bartender, I was maybe in two or three, I think. Um, but uh, I never dated a customer. Uh, one uh, one girl I was, uh, I went into bartending with uh, while I was dating her. We broke up. That's between her and me. And the other one was a coworker I dated. And uh, it was an uncomfortable breakup. But that, once again, that's just between her and me. So I guess it was only two. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, next question. Uh, people trying to trick me with fake IDs. Uh, truth being told, fake IDs never came up. Altered IDs came up quite a bit. Now, uh, somebody back in uh, back when I was bartending came up with the idea that the IDs at the time, uh, well, the IDs at the time had a minor until date on them. So uh, it would tell you what day they would actually turn 21. So somebody came up with the brilliant idea. Well, all you have to do is scratch it off and we'll put a piece of laminate on top of that. And, uh, and then boom, you're old enough to be in the bar. And, uh, and, you know, and then they also altered the year uh, of their actual birthday, you know, knocked it back a couple of years. And uh, my, the first one that I ever caught pretty blonde girl comes in and uh, I said, can I check your ID? And she hands it to me and I put it underneath uh, the fluorescent light that was underneath the bar. And I saw it right away because there's also a, a holographic decal on top of uh, the state put a, uh, a decal on top of that. So uh, when you put it under a light, it was blindingly obvious that it had been scratched away. And I just look, uh, I just put the ID underneath the bar and I said, Oh, I'm sorry. So close. I can't serve you. Get out. And she accepted it pretty well. And I, she said, uh, can I have that back? And I said, no, no, not at all. And she said, okay, and walked out of the bar. Now, there have been other uh, other times, like uh, my friend Shannon, she got an ID, and the guy was like, I've got a flight tomorrow. Can, can't you give, uh, give that back to me? Now, I don't know what the rules are when it comes to that sort of thing, but if I spotted a fake ID, especially in this day and age, post 9-11, uh, if you, if the airport sees an altered federal document, they're going to question you. So no, you, uh, once you, uh, s- advise all the kids out there that try to alter their idea IDs to make them older, just accept that you're taking it, you know, and tell them to go get another one. Tell, tell the DMV that they, uh, they lost it and they need another one, uh, because, uh, you know, the altering a federal document that can get you in some serious trouble. But my favorite, uh, when it came to ID, uh, people trying to get past with, uh, IDs, uh, was the ones that said, Oh, I forgot it. And then expect to still be able to drink and Oh, well, that's okay. You look over 21. Uh, that one was always my favorite. Uh, th- there was this one night, this, uh, group of three comes in and they, uh, one girl immediately, one takes off her shoes and heads out to the dance floor. And I just said, uh, as soon as they walked up to the bar, I said, can I see your IDs? I want to see hers too. And, uh, uh, the, the other, the other two turned to her and said, they, he wants to see your ID. And she goes, I don't have to. And I said, you kind of do. And she, she's like, no, cause it doesn't say bar outside. The name of the place was paradise grill, but we served alcohol there. And after nine o'clock, we, uh, we had the rule, no minors after nine o'clock. And, uh, I said, well, you have to have an ID to be in here. And she, no, I don't. Cause you're, uh, it doesn't say bar outside. I said, we got signs out front that said no minors. And she goes, well, I'm not a minor. And I said, well, then show me your ID. She goes, I don't have it. I said, then get out. You know, you know, that was probably the, uh, an early example of Karen, except nowadays Karen, uh, Karen's would be, I want to speak to your manager or, uh, 
And the manager that I worked for at Paradise Grill probably would have just said, just server. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? You put my job on the line? <sighs> but uh, yeah, the ones that said, oh, I forgot my ID. Well, I can't serve you. And uh, you just forgot your ID and you're uh, still cruising the bars? Yeah, come on, don't be stupid. I mean, you're going into the bars. You should have your ID with you. Uh, at least that's just have some common sense customers. Come on. But yeah, the, those, that group of three, the girl that took off her shoes and went immediately to the dance floor. Uh, they left the girl that was on the dance floor swore that she would never come back again. And I, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then the other two that were with her went, I'm so sorry. And I said, it's okay. And just, if you want to come back, all she has to do is bring her ID. And, you know, cause you gotta be cool about it and that, cause customers can set you off and, uh, you can, uh, immediately go from a good day to a bad day, no matter what time of day it is. And, uh, you know, and it's really hard to brush that stuff off when you go home. A lot of people used to try the swapping IDs with other people. Uh, and, uh, my favorite story, I've told this story before was, uh, happened to my friend, Shannon, she uh, was serving. Uh, one day, she served a girl and looked at her ID and noticed her name was Shannon also. And so she's, oh, my God, your name's Shannon. My name's Shannon. You know, automatic friends. And a uh, little bit later on, this girl comes in and Shannon says, can I see your ID? And she shows her ID and she looks at it and she goes, I know this girl. This girl's not you. And... It apparently it was, oh, well, not apparently. I actually know for certain it's, it was her sister. And so she used to try to get into bars using her sister's ID from time to time. Uh, eventually when she actually did turn 21, she made sure to show her proper ID to, uh, Shannon. And then Shannon told me, uh, I flipped her shit for, I don't know, a couple weeks saying, uh, Shannon, right. And she goes, no, that's my sister. And I said, okay, yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. What can I get you? And, uh, you know, she drank Bud Light. Big Buffalo Bills fan. But, uh, yeah, she, uh, the people used to swap IDs with each other. There was uh, a couple guys who were went around town looking for people that looked like their friends and then offering them, uh, these people like 50, 100 bucks something like that for their IDs so that they could give them to their friends and uh, so they could get into the bars. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I kicked out one guy just because he didn't look like his ID. Uh, it, uh, because one, the, uh, the guy in the ID had a big ass mole on the side of his nose and this guy didn't, uh, the way I pretty much caught him. And I, I said, when's your birthday? And he said the wrong date. So I said, okay, this ain't you. I'm taking this away from you. And he threatened to kick my ass. And I said, yeah, whatever. You can uh, either leave right now or the cops will help you leave. And he he left while trying to say some kind of smart aleck remarks that to me, the kid, uh, the kid was probably 18, probably still in high school. And so that's that's how kids react. I mean, come on. Just, you know, I'm going to insult him until I'm out the door. Uh, but little did he know he could have probably kicked my ass and done a pretty good job of it at the time. Um, maybe now too. Well, no, I put up more of a fight now, but as, uh, as things were back in those days, uh, ID, bad IDs, wrong IDs used to get passed around and it was hard to catch from time to time. But, uh, towards, uh, the later years, uh, probably more common now. A lot of bars are carrying black lights, which show every flaw in your ID plain as day. If you don't have one, get one on Amazon. Get Just get a black light flashlight. They're cheap and if, you, uh, if it's tough for you to see in your bar because uh, everybody knows that a dark, dank bar is usually the best kind of bar to just chill out in. Now, I have told you, pretty sure at least, that there was one time where we relied too hard on our bouncers to check the IDs. And uh, let me give you all a piece of advice. Uh, if the bouncer misses the ID and you serve the person, you get in trouble. Now, it doesn't 
doesn't I'm not knocking bouncers. They're the first line of defense on really busy nights. But uh if the bouncer is distracted or can't do math quickly in his head uh, or her head, I didn't, uh, I, I've got a, you know, there are probably women bouncers out there. Uh, I saw around Ronda Rousey in the expendables three. She would, uh, she was a hell of a bouncer and be able to do all those, uh, those kick-ass moves in that dress. Ooh. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh, the bouncers, if they get past the bouncers and walk up to the bar, if you still question the person, you can uh, you can say, "Can I see your ID again?" But the funny thing about it, uh, one one night, uh, this girl walked into the bar. The bouncer asked for her, her ID, and he said, "Okay, go ahead." And she came up to the bar, asked my server that night if she could have a Bud Light, and he and I have still have that rule. Uh, I pour the drinks. You don't walk behind the bar. I pour the drinks servers. You belong on the floor, not behind the bar. And he comes up to me and says, I need a Bud Light. And I said, sure. And I poured it, handed it to him. And then he gave it to her. He set it down on the bar. Then she got up and left. And he stood there puzzled for a second. And he says, well, I gave that beer to that girl and she just got up and left. So I guess, what do we do with it? I said, well, I guess we just take it, uh, take it down, pour it out. Um, uh, and as soon as he went to reach for it, all of a sudden, uh, a dude walked up with a badge that said liquor control commission on it. And I went, ah, shit. One of you guys, uh, they pulled a sting on us and I've never understood that. Cause that's almost seems entrapment, but truthfully, the girl came in with a questionable ID and, or, or an ID that said she was a minor uh, and my bouncer missed it. And we trusted our bouncer to be able to spot that stuff before people made it into our bar. We were wrong that time. And the server uh, ended up getting in trouble for serving a minor. They tried to get me on it too. And I, uh, I just played stupid. I was just like, I poured a lot of Bud Lights, which which one in particular were you talking about? Uh, I must have poured about three of those when he asked me. Uh, you know, I I poured a lot of Bud Lights for him that night, and they couldn't get anything to stick on me because I just handed him the beer. I had no idea where it was going to go. It was his responsibility to know where it was going to go. But uh, you know, I felt sorry for him. It sounds like that I'm uh, talking shit about him, but no, I actually did feel sorry for him that he got. Uh, put under that spotlight they uh, took a picture of him and they fined him for serving a minor and shortly after that he quit the, uh, he quit the job more reasons than that but uh, yeah shortly after that he uh, quit being a server and moved on with his life um, but uh, that was all because our bouncer wasn't looking at IDs so from then on we pretty much said uh Okay, double check IDs at least for a while, because it, I even got mad at one of our bouncers one night because uh, I noticed that he was leaning uh, leaning on the salad bar behind the bar, and some people just walked in, and he didn't check their IDs. And uh, I I turned to him and I said, "Why didn't you check those IDs?" And he goes, "They made it past me." And so the next day I got on him and I said, "Um." That doesn't happen anymore. The, your job that we're paying you for is to stand in front of that door and check IDs as people come in. And people can't just make it past you anymore. That's ridiculous. And he totally understood. And from then on out, his uh, attitude and uh, where he stood to get uh, to check IDs changed. He stood in a uh, better location so people couldn't just make it past him. But when it comes to full-on, full-blown fake IDs, never saw them. Altered IDs, got a lot of them. Uh, people trying to pass themselves as other people, saw those all the time. Okay, um, uh, the next question I got was from a coworker at my current job. Um, when we get, uh, when I end up working with a new person, I 
pull the occasional practical joke. I, uh, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, make fun of them a little bit. And they, uh, one, one of my coworkers has asked me, did I haze, haze people when I was a bartender? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. I hazed people and not in a really horrible way, but you know, just the, the point of hazing people for me was just to see if they could hang. Um, um, other bartenders uh, that I worked with had other methods. Just, you know, I mean, there was one girl that uh, I worked with. Uh, Jennifer was her name. She uh, worked an entire shift. And at the end of her shift, she immediately sat at the bar and asked for a seven and seven. And majority of the time, whenever we hired a new person, they didn't uh, you drink their shifter for the first, say, week or so until they got a, a good feeling about the place. But Jennifer didn't care. She was just like, I'm done working. I am ready for my free drink. Give it to me now. And so I even commented on that. And I was like, really? You, uh, your first day working here and you're already, uh, you're already sitting down for your shifter. You are awesome. And she goes, well, yeah. And so she, uh, she, she was awesome. She, uh, hung out, uh, hung out with all of us and she, uh, would, uh, chill out with us after work. She would, uh, hang with us after shift and, uh, she, she really got into it, uh, got into, uh, working with us. And she was really a part of the team. Uh, other people, not so much, uh, there, the long time ago, there was a girl that I worked with. Uh, I didn't really have to haze her. I just had to be a dick because, uh, she was pretty much stressed out constantly. And I tried to calm her down and I was just like, Hey, 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 chill out a little bit. Uh, uh, do you need help with something? And she goes, Oh my God, I can't believe people smoke in here. And this was, uh, night, uh, uh, 2000 year 2000. And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, this is disgusting. People actually smoke in here. And I was like, well, it's a bar, you know, the bars are known for drinking and smoking. And she goes, Oh my God, it's so disgusting. I can't believe this. And I said, if you think smoking is disgusting, you might want to rethink your career path here. And, um, Truthfully, she was probably stressed out because she was going to school at the same time and uh, she probably had a lot of homework. She was constantly late. And uh, finally, uh, finally, she blurted out to me. She goes, I once went to a bar one time where they didn't allow smoking and me and my friends had a great time. And I looked at her and I said, your friends and you only had a great time because there was no smoking. You wouldn't have had a good time otherwise. You, you would have had a horrible time with the people that you were hanging out. You know, cause usually when I hang out with people, it's, uh, uh, more about them than the atmosphere. The atmosphere just adds to it. And so your night was completely ruined. You couldn't have a good time with your friends just because somebody was smoking in the room. And she, and I, you know, I, I've mentioned this in another podcast. And if anybody knows that girl, uh, she hates you. And, uh, uh especially, uh, especially when she's around smokers because the only way she can enjoy your company is, uh, if there are no, uh, no smokers around and yeah, but smoking isn't, uh, uh, you can't smoke in most bars anymore. I mean, I even went to the casino in Oregon a couple weeks ago and they don't allow uh, smoking in that casino anymore. And, or at least for the time being until maybe the time being until the COVID-19 pandemic has been completely uh cleared out which god knows when that's going to happen i don't i don't know what's happening in vegas right now can somebody send me an email due to hey bartender podcast somebody that works in las vegas uh let me know what the casinos out there are doing i'd love to have you on the show to talk about it uh i just want to talk to a vegas bartender i've talked to a vegas piano player before but never a vegas bartender um yeah well since we're getting ready to uh get to the musical part of the show if you want to be on hey bartender podcast just send me an email due to heybartenderpodcast.com or message me on facebook or instagram uh usernames both on that are uh hey bartender podcast 
And uh, hey, maybe while you're at it, go over to HeyBartenderPodcast.com and check out some of the past episodes and some of the merchandise that got on sale there. Help support the Hey Bartender Podcast by buying a t-shirt. Oh, and by the way, also uh, check out the sponsor, BartendersOwnCoffee.com. It's bartender-selected wake-up juice. Just uh, get onto their website, pick out the brew that you like. They've got all kinds of different brews. Uh, including French roast. Eventually, we'll have pumpkin spice. And, uh, you know, enjoy your morning with a little bit of morning wake-up juice. Go to bartenderzonecoffee.com. All right. Thank you again for listening to Hey Bartender Podcast. Uh, Next up, we have the musical guest. You know, I love having music on my show. Music and bars seem to go hand-in-hand in in my book. Uh, Musical guest for this show is named All Together from their album Silo. This is All Together with their song Brown of Gold. Baby, baby, rest your head on me. I'll brush your hair behind your ears if you can't see. But you and I have found the holy grail. That cup of gold we're told is strong, but hearts are frail. Baby, baby, flip the pages through. On rainy days when there ain't nothing more to do. Thinking this is what I came here for. We hear that bell ringing, but won't get the door. Shouldn't have been so easy, but oh, so suddenly I see us. Here you got a brand new car Might get you going fast But it won't get you far And every week a different girl in the passenger seat Well, I've got something better Gonna knock you off your feet This girl is mine forever And we'll dream our little dreams until we're
Once again, that was all together with their single Brown of Gold from their album Silo. If you want to check out more about the All Together, you can find their profile on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find a lot more of their music on Bandcamp.com. Uh, Bandcamp is a great place to go to find good independent music, and uh, I love going there just because it gives me an opportunity to uh, catch something new every now and then. So get on Bandcamp.com, hunt down the All Together, and find something you like. One person asked me uh, a little bit ago, uh, what's the worst night that you ever had in the bar? Now, truthfully, I can't think of a uh, incredibly horrible night. Uh, I mean, you can you have bad moments, or I had bad moments, but the night was never com- uh, completely ruined. I mean, how do you gauge a bad night? Is it bad tips, bad customers? Uh, I mean, because I've had nights where I've made low tips, but I still had a good time. I've had nights where a fight broke out, but I walked away uh, from my shift that night with a smile on my face. Uh, I've had nights where we had no water. I mean, I mean they sh- uh, the water main in the city broke, so there was no water going to the building, but the we stayed open. And I questioned that a lot because I, I figured that OSHA would probably come in and say, uh, uh, you don't have water, so how are you sanitizing all your glasses and dishware or running your toilets? And uh, that upset me quite a bit, and I uh, and my boss and I had words about it. But uh, it still, it wasn't a horrible night. I even ran a night when uh, there was no electricity for the first two or three hours of my shift. And when there's no electricity, there's no customers even though uh, you can still pour a beer, you can still pour a drink, you, but there was no video poker, uh, there was no trivia, and so people just like, oh, we'll just go somewhere else. And, you know, that, that lost, uh, lost me out on, uh, a lot of, on a lot of money, but hey, what are you going to do? I mean, bad nights come and go, and you can't, you have to be able to shake it off Sometimes immediately after it happens, I I've had a guy bitch slap me. I've had uh, customers cuss me out because uh, I when I was throwing them out, I asked one person to leave first, and then uh, and just because I was looking out for their safety, and I said get it get out of here, get in your car, go. And then the other customers are like, well, why does why did and then that customer's like, well, why do they get to stay here? And I said they're going to leave after you leave, and. I've had to call the cops. I've had breakup fights. Uh, I've had to uh, calm down unruly customers. But, you know, I still managed to walk home cool as a cucumber and uh, sleep like a baby that night. Just, uh, you know, there were sure a couple nights where I was dreading coming to work and trying to explain to the boss what happened. Or, uh, but... Other than that, you know, it was never that bad. I mean, uh, uh, I'm sure one or two of you bartenders or servers can probably agree with me. If there was a serious problem that night where you just couldn't make it past uh, that point, you know, you know what I'm talking about? When you hit that wall that you just can't get past, it usually wasn't because of your bar shift. It It's because of something else personal at home or at your other job or uh, something or school, something stressing you out. But usually when it comes to uh, working in the restaurant industry, we develop a thick skin. We can shake it off. You, know, you can get those uh, unruly customers that say, excuse me, but this, I asked for this steak medium rare. This is clearly medium or, uh, you know, excuse me, but they got their food first. We we have been here a little bit longer. Uh, you know, them completely uh, ignoring the fact that they ordered uh, something a lot more detailed that has to be cooked a little bit longer than somebody that just got a bunch of salads. Yeah, you got to develop a thick thick skin. Just shake it off. Move on to the next customer. If they're a shitty customer, you're probably never going to see them again. And if you uh, and if they say, oh, "I'm never coming back here again," 
you can do whatever you want at that point. You can uh, you be like uh, Randall and Clerks where you go, you will be missed. Or uh, Jack Black in uh, High Fidelity where the guy asked for uh, I, the album I just called to say I love you. And uh, Jack Black was, uh, basically told him that his taste in music was shit. And the guy says, I'm never shopping here again. And Jack Black is like, bye-bye. And, you know, you can pretty much treat him any any way you want. In this day and age, yeah, people are going to probably call your manager. But majority of the time, most of the people are going to sit back and say, it's not worth my time. I'm just not going back there. And you know what just happened? If you look on the bright side of it, you just opened up a spot for a potentially better customer. Somebody who's... uh going to become a potential regular you'll be happy to see they'll be happy to see you you'll want to see them naked they want to see you naked whatever uh, it's it you know there's it's full of opportunity one person leaves there's always going to be another person that comes in and and that's how the restaurant industry works and just keep in mind you can get somebody else to become a regular customer and i mean i pissed off uh, a customer once and they swore they would never come back. I pissed them off because they put in within with you or with or without you by you two in the jukebox about 15 times. I'm not exaggerating 15 times. And I, uh, I deleted the last seven and they said, do you know how much money I spend here? We're never coming back here. And I said, fine, but other people want to listen to music. If you don't choose not to come back here, I'm sorry. And they did end up coming back eventually. Uh, just uh, at first, just not on my shift, but then they started coming in on my shift because uh, the atmosphere in my uh, in my bar is awesome. Uh, so you know, it's it never comes down to an extremely bad night. You can always walk away from uh, your bar shift or your serving shift and still feel relatively happy or feel like nothing really happened. You know, it was a boring day. Yeah, I got yelled at for uh, pouring the uh, pouring the wrong drink, or I got yelled at for uh, uh, wearing a shirt that slightly offended somebody who was more of a Star Wars fan than a Star Trek fan. Uh, you know, it, but you brought just brush that off your back. Take a deep breath. Maybe even spin around once, and then just move on with move on with your shift, or just. Uh, Go to sleep just because there's nothing you can do about it now. It's over. So anyway, thank you for listening, people. This has been Hey Bartender Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to contact me, please do. Do to heybartenderpodcast.com is my email. If you want to contact me on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast, Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. Or uh, shout out the window. There, odds are I won't hear you, but, um, you know, try it anyway. You never know. I'd like to thank the all together for being my musical guest on this show. Remember, uh, go on to bandcap.com and check out their album Silo, where you'll find their single Brown of Gold. And check out their other stuff, too. Um, also, like to thank everybody that participated in asking me questions to make this show. Hey, Boogie Lives, uh, you know... I appreciate that you, uh, you're you always there, and anytime that I have something that needs interaction, you always jump at the shot. You are awesome. Uh, get some of your friends, though, to interact, too. I mean, uh, it's awesome that you, uh, that you uh, ask me questions or you give me show ideas, um, but get your friends in on it, too. I mean, is that too much to ask? You've been an awesome, uh, you've been an awesome fan since I started this podcast, and, you know, Let's uh, help me build this thing up, would you, please? You know, personally, ladies and gentlemen, I think Boogie lives just, uh, he likes to hear himself on uh, podcasts or radio. He likes to see hear his name. So, uh, you know, yeah, who uh, who doesn't like to hear their name mentioned on a uh, radio show or something like that? As long as it's for something positive, it's, you know, you don't want to have your name mentioned in a robbery or something worse. Uh uh, maybe even an election. <laughs> That's as political as I get. I will never get that political ever again. So anyway, people, thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, remember, uh, 
my sponsor, bartenderzonecoffee.com. Go check them out. Remember to swing by www.heybartenderpodcast.com and check out uh, the merchandise we got there. Listen to previous episodes. Uh, help support the podcast by picking up a t-shirt. If you want to be on the show, if you want your music to be played on the show, I'd love to have you. Just remember, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Until the next show, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got here.